Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello and welcome to the NXT preview. We are the Dudley Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamflet and Michael Sidgwick here to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Mm. Where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT 2.0, oh! but also Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown. You begin Pay-per-views bring your live at your interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. Elevate your quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet Sidgwick to look ahead to NXT tonight and yet another stat show. I know I'm excited, but remind the listeners <laughs> why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I... well, we have. I, I, match I, can't, I don't think we've ever actually seen before because we've we've all seen Battle Royals before. Mm-hmm. We've all seen Fatal 4-Ways before. But have you ever seen a Battle Royal that transforms into a Fatal 4-Way? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> On NXT? Uh, no. It turns into a Fatal 4-Way. Yes. Oh, and I've seen a Fatal 4-Way worked as a Battle Royal. Uh-huh. It's not, that's totally different, isn't it? Well, tonight, you get that on NXT because it's the number one contender's Battle Royal uh-huh. to see who faces Bird Person at NXT. NXT! Yep. Um, and I think it's like 20 people, and then when it gets down to the last four, it becomes a fatal four-way. That's pathetic. That is so TNA. That's yeah. so bad TNA. And what's worse is that the Battle Royal will inevitably be terrible, so by the time it gets to the final four, you just don't want to look at their faces, and then you have to watch them do a fatal four-way, which is going to be another cliched, trope-infested match. Aye, sounds like a go-to show, Willborn. Is Vengeance Day at... PC, or are they taking it on the road? Right. You're ignoring a bit of a rich history, TM, of Battle Royals and NXT, aren't you? Like, there's always the last angles I'm that you completely forget taking place in them. and like there's The last one I watched was absolutely abysmal. The work in it was appalling. but Yeah, like, that's, a, yeah but I love that you just put that to one side. Yeah, yeah. There's a storytelling device. There's a lot of several fuads. Uh, several fuads spring forth. This is true. I remember, actually... You know how you claim mm. you had your vasectomy? Yes. <laughs> Last year or the yeah. year before? Uh, 2022, yeah. Very late 2022. Yeah. Because it was still giving you bother in Vegas. Ah, yeah. Saw balls for like six months afterwards. Fine now. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God, puts me off it. Because you claim, mm-hmm. Michael Hamflin, oh, God. that you once had a... And I'm doing air quotes yeah. on this audio podcast medium. <laughs> A vasectomy. Oh, yeah. We all know. Mm-hmm. 
we all know damn well mm-hmm. that you don't have a cock. Okay. <laughs> and, and the reason why you don't have a cock is that you want ripped it off. Yes, I know where you're going. You ripped it off in glee. Yeah. When it was revealed after the fact and no one noticed at the time. Correct. The way origin story yep. that Indy Hartwell had been stealthily helping Candice LeRae in the Battle Royal. Nobody noticed. And then Johnny Gargano, yep. I think, pointed mm-hmm. out to Candice, hey, look at Indy. Look at Indy. Yep. She's been helping you out the whole time. Yep. She should join the way. And I remember. I, I, you've never put anything more over in your lifetime. I've heard you talk, meditate upon. Yes. Hot Austin, WrestleMania 13. Yeah. Like, you know, Bret Hart matches. Yeah. You've never talked in such glowing terms as you have that plot device. I needed it more because AW is kicking ass. Like, <laughs> we're, we're in freaking Nitro, were we, in 97? No, <laughs> worry about that. Like, uh, I can't remember if it was the same Battle Royal or the year before, but they even did that one, like, they kind of elevated Shotzi out of nowhere and she eliminated Shayna Baszler and then she got their ass kicked. But they're like, they're like, oh, she's got green hair and she doesn't, she's like a tank. <laughs> and she, 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 yeah, and she, like, she was in that as well. So, yeah, rich history. I remember that Battle Royal spot and I was like, what a, like, great way to... Indy Hartwell, and I reckon within four years, these two, main roster classics, and here we are. <laughs> I reckon they, one day, four years in the future, could be number one contenders to the oh, women's yeah. team titles. Are they going to go down the club next week? No, oh, I do. Actually. Oh, I forgot about the club. We've already, got, we've already got a title match on Friday, if you've got to get past first. What, the women's tags? Oh, of course, yes. Isla Dawn. Uh, and Alba Fire. Alba Fire. Yeah, I knew that. On the cauldron. The, um, did you see... Kevin Dunn's, you know, obviously he's gone and there's going to be loads of stories about he did this or he didn't do this or whatever. But like Kevin Dunn's exit is being credited for, of course, the Tommaso Ciampa promo that people really like. Yep. Stylistic changes. I have seen this. And coffee with Pete and Tyler and Declerb. <laughs> and it's like how, when we're watching him going, wait a minute, I love this on Tuesdays. Mm, yeah. what, what are you doing here <laughs> out of the ring segment? Kevin Dunn was the great protector of NXT segments crossing over to the main roster. Who knew? So Kevin Dunn basically is an aficionado of real grabs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's yeah. he's trying to put this... It's he's been desperate for Thatcher to get the call up for years. <laughs> yeah. like, is it Jerry uh, Borash behind there? Yeah. It, yes. So what you're saying is, should this trend develop and continue, mm-hmm. you are going to get... Seven hours of weekly TV that resembles NXT. Oh, my God. We're fedding in the right direction, if you ask me. That'd be unbelievable. It that. makes me think that Chase U stands a chance, because whoever's producing those ones on NXT, it's not going to be that different if they make it to the main roster, is it? It's like, we've got a classroom. Oh, we can knock one up. We've had a clubhouse for a heel stable for like three <laughs> months. Chase U on the main roster. What does mm. it look like? What does, look, what does it look like, Wilborn? I was obviously being... Re- it was a rhetorical question, but I'm expecting you to answer it. I, I think it could be one of the greatest things we've ever seen on, on network television. That's... <laughs> New, like, extra budget for the uniform. Yeah, yeah. upgraded, like, yeah, Letterman jackets. Cable. I never know what the, what the phrasing is. Oh, dear. But there's lots of stories going into, <laughs> into this battle royal. It sounds like a lullaby. And you put those lyrics. <laughs> is that not what your alarm is? Or do you have that? Yeah, just one of them like cascading rings sort of thing. You ever hear that on somebody else's phone, whatever your alarm is? It's awful moment. Oh, horrible. It just sticks with you, doesn't it? Yeah. That was 
I'll tell you, it's, not, it's not one of the listeners' business. <laughs> it's, it's a work-related thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's not something you're good at cooking. Often your alarms are for cooking, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I've a, usually on Monday. Yes, my alarm goes off very unprofessionally of my phone during a podcast. I've still got the Sunday dinner yeah. timings. So I'm making my uh, what I do as well. Do you do this? Mm, of course well, not. Uh, Probably not. The alarm for my cooking is the micro- uh, microwave. microwave so. <laughs> so you do your chicken. A little bit scouser. Do you chicken? Do you chicken? Chicken Shut up, Benno. Do you chicken? And then I get sketchy about... So I basically take it out of the oven a few times to drain as much fat and juice as possible for the gravy. That's, okay. by, that's by the by. Mm. When the chicken is done... <laughs> the pe- men come out the place. <laughs> peel off the skin, peel off the skin, right? Huh? And then sort of like cut it up, put some in a bowl for your stew the next day and all the rest of it. I roast the removed chicken skins for like an additional five minutes. Ooh, is that like crispy? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a nice little accompaniment. And then you pour the gravy over everywhere except that. Why not that? Well, it'll just defeat the object. Because the crispiness would go soft under the, yeah. like wilt under the gravy. Yeah. So like you can have a little bit, but you don't want to drown it. No. So were you earlier? Mm. Yeah. Eating crisps and watching <laughs> wrestling. I did have I did have <laughs> I did have super crisps while watching some fed on my phone for lunch. It's like, <laughs> it's like if I was on a nature documentary, we find Hamlet in his natural habitat. Can you go to Big Tesco? Yeah. Twenty multi pack of walk- walkers for just four quid. Moment. That's good, but it just reminds you that we're in bad times, isn't it? Because mm. still too much. Oh, oh yeah. The club card price, like minus oh, four pence. I freaking hate this. It's unbelievable. They're taking the piss. I should just get one. Yeah, but you feel stubborn about it. It makes yeah. you like angry oh. towards. Have you got one? I've got one. Yeah. I've got one. I they also got a How Tesco. Much you got club card now? What? Oh, I didn't find out, actually. So at some point, can you just go club card pay? Yeah. See, ours is uh, our nearest big supermarket that isn't Aldi is Asda. <laughs> So an Astor has a really good, they don't really fart around with points. You spend whatever it is and it immediately becomes, it's like pennies, it's like Spotify stream cash value. But at the end of the year, you might have like arrived upon like 30, 40 quid. And that's a candy amount off your Christmas shop when you're yeah. doing your, your big food shop, whatever. So but it's real, they don't like, it's none of this. So what's a club card point? So in addition to certain items being ridiculously cheaper, mm-hmm. you also get points or cash. Yes, points that build up to cash. So I've got £7.50 right now in vouchers. When was the last time you cashed in? Oof, probably over Christmas. That's maybe, already accrued. Maybe. Oh, hang on. I've got vouchers as well. They're, I've got £9.50's worth of vouchers too. What, kind of, what do you mean vouchers? I don't know what a voucher is. What specifically? Uh, you basically have to spend, I think, a certain amount of money and then you can use the vouchers, whereas your club card points you can just spend on whatever. £6.81 and our Asda cash pot. Restarting again after a... <sighs> See, the problem is... And, and Club Card gave me a uh, like a Spotify, here's what you spent your money on last year. Yeah, we got so. Asda wrapped. That's bollocks, isn't it? What they, what's yeah. this? Skittles Chewies, no shock there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we split our shopping between too many places, and it's too convenient to do that. If I'm cooking something quite exotic, I'll go to the big Tesco during lunch or after mm. work. If we can't be asked to do a weekly shop... LSB, Aldi. Aldi's cracked the middle big shop now, though, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. If you don't need a massive deluxe trolley, Aldi's got you covered yeah. for pretty much every essential now. And then sometimes we do try and think, right, we'll do a fortnight's, sorry, Americans, <laughs> <laughs> two weeks worth of tea. Bi-weekly, is that? Or is that the wrong one? Always confuses me, but yeah. Aye, but they, 
Aye, then we'll do that. Morrison's delivered. So it's always split. Because the, the club card in my head takes two hours. Mm. It doesn't, it'll take about five, ten minutes. <laughs> Had to go on an emergency niche booze run over Christmas that took me to a Morrison supermarket. And it's not like, all big supermarkets are close in theory, but you have the ones that are mm. close from the ones that you rely on sort of thing. And I'd spotted weeks earlier in a Morrison's I was in, um, of all things, Baby Sham. And I happened to mention it to my mother-in-law, and she got this great nostalgic glow of like Baby Sham when she would drink what? it. I know what I know the name is. Yeah, I've never drank it. It's but like you know, a sherry. Possibly, it's like a brand that like it was like back in the olden days. It'd be like a pint of mild and a Baby Sham for her. That yeah. kind of stuff. It was like <laughs> you were only, only allowed these drinks like sort of in the before times, before they had banter. Before that banter, what did they talk was, about? Pint of mild and Baby Sham, I think. Like, mild yeah. Baby Sham is you. Talk seriously about the news of the day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> basically. Like, or if the man wasn't drinking mild and he was a lager drinker, she'll have a half a lager in line. Well, mm. guess what? Mm-hmm. Lager mm. was originally a drink for the ladies. When it first came out, right? lager was actually marketed as a drink for the ladies. Because men would drink Big brown booze. Big brown <laughs> sludge. Foamy brown pints of mild. And the idea, <laughs> the incredibly sexist idea was a bit of bubbles in for the birds. <laughs> Seriously. No, no, I totally believe yeah. you. Like, so, I did, anyway, I'd mentioned Baby Sham. Bit of a laugh about, oh, I used to drink Baby Sham when I was younger. I was like, well, off we go to Morrison's then. Let's try and find some. And what I observed about Morrison's that has been lost in my local Big Asda and is disappearing as we speak in the big Tesco's we all use near this office mm. is that Morrison's has kept alive the oven fresh, the fish counter. The fish counter's the all counter, it's goated. The bre- like, they're all still... Oh, Morrison's is goated. Yeah, they're all still like goated cooking in Morrison's, but they're all just... I used to, my favourite dinner, as we've discussed on this podcast, to your a disgust, hollowed out. was a hollowed out, like, crusty bloomer of medium size with an enormous... Uh, Cumberland, curly Cumberland sausage stuffed in, maybe with maybe with some cheese slices as the. Uh, not even melted though because you don't have no, the no, no, to do it. No, no, just a plastic prophylactic for the Cumberland. <laughs> like it was, and then yeah, the end that you cut off, put it back on as like a lid. Eat. It was great, right? <laughs> lid. Yeah, I think <laughs> all the best foods come with a lid. We all know that. Wilborn saw this in action once, and like we can all laugh about it in the podcast, but he saw it. I was like, that's really good value for a massive meat sandwich. Yeah, I did have one. There you go. Fair. So, and like, then, then I remember when I told you. What I, did he do with the bread? What do you, you mean? ate it. Oh, you hollowed out. out. Depends if I was still hungry after this massive <laughs> sausage, cheese, and bread thing. W- and it, it would be like balled up at this point. I used to ball up. Take a bite out of it and be like, whoa, look at this. Look at this ball of bread. <laughs> Caveat, when I was 10. Yeah, yeah, When yeah, I was yeah. 10 years old, my mum would get a nice bloomer unsliced. I would take the end off there. Mm. <laughs> Ruin it. Put my hand in. This is like my snack. I was 10. Right. <laughs> Big bloomer, just for Michael. That's Michael's bloomer. Cut off. That's what I used to say when I walked into the Tesco. <laughs> yeah. Cut off the end. Get my hand in there. <laughs> Rip Did you ask if you could do this or not? No, it was my snack. It's Michael's Bloomer. It's Michael's Bloomer. Yeah. Oh, so it was bought specifically yeah. for you to do this? Yes. I was just thinking, imagine as a parent now, if that no, had no. got in the kitchen, you would be f***ing rich. Yeah, yeah. Who the f*** told me Bloomer enough? So I needed that for like my life. Multiple sandwiches, chicken and chips dinners, that kind of and stuff. Was, yeah. All of it would come out. Mm. Just all pure dough. No yeah. crusts. Fold it up. Curl your in my house. Put it in like a big ball, yeah, because it was so stodgy. Because mm. uh, there's not as much in one of them smaller buns. Oh, 
I love a little bit of food talk, mate. Like, there wasn't as much in the smaller bun, so you would take that out. It's like a crusty, like a crusty bun with a lid that we talked about. But, like, I'm not going to, not pig, I'm not going to use all 10 slices on the Cumberland sausage. I'd maybe hit six or seven. So we're leaving, like, two or three left. What you do with that? You wrap them around the bread ball. And then, like, sandwich and <laughs> no, sandwich in reverse. Sandwich. You seen the, oh, film, no. seen the film Lightyear? Well, like, no. they travelled that far <laughs> enough into the future that there's a gag that they're eating sandwiches, but now they go, like, it's, like, ham, bread, and ham. And, like, Buzz, who was basically from our time, was like, what the frig's this? And I'm like, well, eat your sandwich, Buzz. He's like... No, I have sandwiches in the past. Yeah, but, like, that's what they... Well, what do you think they are? And he's like, well, we had it as, like, bread, meat, bread. And they're all going, bread, meat, bread, you freak, Buzz. <laughs> like, uh, what about what about sticky fingers? And then you you lick your fingers at the end, and there's, like, ham juice on it and stuff. You don't get any juice on those cheese slices. That's just as dry as the bread. Get it in there. <laughs> yeah, cheese, cheese, bread, cheese. Just as dry as the bread. And then, and then all the food's eaten from you. So it's like about like sixty pence for the Tesco own brand cheese slices. One fifty for the Cumberland sausage. Like another, it's under a quid, depending on the quality of the bread thing you get. That's like under three quid, and I'm not eating again the whole day. One other thing. Uh, How would a lot of these afternoon podcasts? Bear in mind, you're in your late 30s, correct? <laughs> Again, when I was about 10, maybe yeah. a bit older, actually, I just went off to Sunday dinners. Ooh. I was like, what, what's that about? I used to eat about like f- three of them a friggin' week. Times are hard. But uh, I instead, just worked my mum. Like, you know, I get obsessions. Yeah. Get obsessions. Worked my mum and I said, well, if you're making a crumble for pudding, make me an extra one. <laughs> Dinner. <laughs> Jesus. I used to get my own crumbles. That was my Sunday dinner. But guess what? It was, uh, do you want some uh, apple with your crumble? Uh, only a little bit. And I would have like a tiny layer of apple. And then it's uh, about four-fifths to a fifth ratio of just crumble on the top. It was That's absolutely goated. No custard, thank you. <laughs> when I was That's 10. such a niche way of being spoiled because it's not like saying, I can have any toy I want. I mean, don't have loads of money, but like, you know, instead of dinner, I'm going to have a full ass pudding while like the rest of the family eats like chicken and veg and like, not for Michael. Crumble, crumble, please. Yeah. That was, I was a, a tiny, like, one spread, like, spreading butter on toast, <laughs> a spread of apple just in the middle. Was so much crumble. I was <laughs> goaded. So, who have you got winning the Battle Royal? Would you have crumble <laughs> afterwards? Like, if everyone else is having crumble pudding, you're just like, well, it sounds like second crumble time. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the, there was enough in one crumble right. for it to be, like, two courses yeah. in one. So, efficient. I love that. Picks the Battle Royal, then? <laughs> it, just, it just keeps him happy. Let him have his crumble. <laughs> uh, Christ. Um, Lots of stories going into this. Who's in it? Well, I'm just looking at the graphic here. It's obviously changed quite a lot. Poor Cora Jade's got the ACL oh, tail. Get well soon. Honestly, I know we'd good look. Uh, good luck in the recovery. Yeah. Um, there's there's like Lola Vice's in this graphic. Well, uh, no, yeah, but she's already got the thing, and she's already in a match tonight as well, along with Tatum Paxley and uh, Electra Lopez. But my pick's now Kiana James. I think Kiana James with a new henchwoman. Is he? I think it is. Yes. Is he Dame? She could be a danger. Mm-hmm. Got Roxanne Perez in there, but presumably you're also going to have Ariana Grace. They've got history together. Roxanne Perez, anger problems, etc. One of them et could come back in and eliminate the other. Blair Roxanne Davenport. Perez is getting cheated out of everything. It's getting really boring. Isn't Blair it? Davenport, Nikita Lyons. Roxanne Perez. Fallon yeah. Henley. Tiffany Stratton, presumably. Fallon Henley and Tiffany Stratton. It, are we feeling like they're going to bond? I, I feel they've like they've got a connection time, now. Yeah, they've experienced time on the match. It felt like a sort she of... She hated it by the end, Stratton. 
I know she got humbled. When it was very funny. We settled on that, didn't we, on last week's review? We certainly did. Because I don't know if you remember. <laughs> yeah, she looks like she's finished. She still hated it. She had a big rant at the end. Mutual respect, though, because now she knows like what Fallon has to do before she even gets to. Uh, it's not to what she has class. to do. She wants to do it. Yes. and she can't fathom that she wants to do it, and that's where we ended up. Nah, man, she I, didn't learn a lesson this week. Fallon Henley is going to be like, you know what? Like, I respected that you put in a shift last week, and I know I joked about you not wanting to wear the uh, your ranch dressing that I laid out for you, and you still wanted to, but. When I dressed up as you, where this entire story started, wrestling fans, I realised I quite like your life as well. Maybe we're not so different. And then you see them helping each other out a bit in the Battle Royal. Keanu James still win. It's big business. But yeah, they both get to the final four, and this begats a beautiful friendship nah. for a bit. Any other options for, for winning the whole thing? I suppose, I suppose they could factor into JC James' new strategy for Chase U. Keanu James, is, she's got a kind of a physicality in her. She kind of feels like she isn't one of these lightweight, mm. very early NXT wrestlers. And I'm so snug about what she does. She's been in the system a bit longer. She's come on a bit as well, hasn't she? She's come on. Yeah, yeah. I'd go with her. It, could Thea Hale win it? Because mm. then that wouldn't necessarily be related to whatever JC Jane's cooking up, which I cannot wait for, by the way. JCJ, like I kind of almost want JC Jane's plan to stay separate from the wrestling. I don't think you want to muddy JC mm. stuff with in ring. Well, they're in action tonight, so that's going to be... Well, as a tag team? Yeah. So what, are they going to be in the Battle Royal as well? No, Dusty Cup, I mean. Ah, right. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's all right. They did, like, none of them were there when it was JC Jane mm -hmm. and about, like, six female students that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. What's... And she was like, you have to be th them, You have right? to be her. You have to be her. What so is it? See what that What's on the is. picture? I don't know. Run through all that one more time for me. JC Jane, um, yeah. JCU now, taking over all yeah. teaching responsibilities, is in the classroom. Thea Hill was there, but the rest were people we haven't seen before, all females. And she's got a picture in her hand. And she's like, I've got just the thing. To save the university. To save the university. And then she's like, just points to these people we don't know the names of. You can be her, you can be them, and they're all going, we don't know what's on the picture, no, obviously. Was it, was it NXT Anonymous that filmed it, or was it just the invisible camera that tracks Chase? I think you? it might have been NXT Anonymous. So, like, presumably we're going to see what it was. Part of her master plan. She's confident about it. What was your suggestion? Uh, something to do with reenacting Greece, I think it okay. was. Okay. I, don't, I can't even remember. Like, maybe like a live show that they could sell tickets to. Here's an idea. Mm. Oh, speaking of live shows that you can sell tickets to. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. Go on. You're, well, you're the host. Okay. <laughs> what, what, what culture.com forward slash tickets. They don't go and sell till Friday. But uh, yeah, we're doing a live show in Philadelphia over WrestleMania weekend on the Sunday. Sunday, midday. Plenty of time to be able to get her for, for night two of WrestleMania. Perfect time in the perfect weekend, I would say. Just when you're getting really excited. You've got you. Sidgwick. Yesterday's Fed. <laughs> to talk about the Fed. Yesterday's Fed to talk about. Today's Fed still to come. What culture in the middle? Yep. So that's like the sandwich analogy. Exactly. We are the Cumberland Sausage. <laughs> Here's an idea. Uh -huh. A heist. Ooh. Like Ocean's 8 or something. Yeah. Who are we robbing? Who's got what us? are we robbing? Lots we can't, I can't involve the family because no, no, that's no, kind of no, what's no, got no, us in no, this no, problem no, in the no, first no. place. Who's got lots of money? The Rock. <laughs> so they... Target Ava. Yes. Who, uh, oh, she, she hasn't got a surname. She's The Rock's daughter. Yes. Yeah. Or just... just NXT's coffers. 
<laughs> and next to these coppers. <laughs> I didn't know what police characters have we got. <laughs> Bobby's on the beat. <laughs> uh, where... We should be able to figure this out. Where could, where or who? Oh my god, what if, they, what if they steal money from Gallus's bar? Yeah, from nicking money from the till and the picture she's showing is like people at work at the bar. Right, you're gonna be her. You're gonna pretend to work at the bar. Yeah. That gets you access to the till and then somebody comes down like one of them Tom Cruise wires. Like Mission Impossible. Takes money well, out what's the, the what was the, the Will Will Smith uh Margaret focus where they're all like, Oh, you distract them and I'll I'll do the lift. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it. Good. Good, well worth a watch. There's a there's a really good scene at an American football stadium that's worth watching. You know, wordplay I really liked. Willennium. That's a good way to like stamp your authority on pop culture, isn't yeah, it's it? It's like day one. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's mine. It's like that's it. Like this moment in history that we'll never get again. None of us alive will ever see this again. And uh, I think I'm gonna be the pop star slash film star that defines the whole thing. Yeah. Tough tits. <laughs> that's, that's pretty smart. Yeah. Right I mean, Will Smith were kind of the last guys <laughs> to uh, market ourselves out to the millennium. Like yeah, 2J, remember? Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Bring it back to NXT. Uh, 24 and a bit minutes in. Um, we've got, as I mentioned, the uh, the world champion who's going to be affected by this normal contenders battle royal, also in action tonight. But can she coexist with a partner who's a little bit obsessed with her? Tatum Paxley. Uh, AKA Dennis the Menace, mm. um, taking on Lola Vice and Electra Lopez. So Lola Vice, of course, who's got that contract that she can cash in as proven by Obafemi last week at any time. Yeah, um, this will be strange. This will be sore for laughs. I know. Uh, is she going to like linger when she tags her and stuff? Is there a genuine school for this to be like not on? Oh, I'd hope not. Because um, she's kind of psychosexually obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the story they're telling. I hope that isn't the story. Mm. I preferred it when she was just a bird watcher. Yes. Uh, uh, I don't know. Like, it's not stand and deliver, is it? What? Bird person and Tatum Paxley. Oh, no. (laughs) You you think about it, it's like, that's not a good match at all. So what are you building to if not one of the next big 
one of the next big NXT shows. Right now is the time. The WrestleMania weekend one. Yeah, that's done. Do we start? It's at the PC Vengeance Day. No, it is in Clarksville, Tennessee. They always go to these uh, early AEW loop esque places, don't they? The, yeah, they were in uh, the Herb Center. Where were they for the one? It was. Oh no, it was. Um, I know they never hit major markets though. For, it this, was for Connecticut, these sorts. wasn't it the last one? Because the punk was in the uh, the Fed gym. Oh, of course, he was in, yeah. He was like in town for the day. Uh, yeah, they always go for like 6,000 seats. They never do your New York, Chicago. It's always like an early Dynamite-esque. Where's the one in, so the one in Philly will be in the same place. Wells Fargo, that's the Look Your Air Center. Look Your Air Center. It's in Philly, isn't it? Yeah, but they're going... That's Pittsburgh. They're working. The Look Your Air Center is in Pittsburgh. Wells Fargo is where they're doing... Oh, hang on, so hang on. Where is Vengeance Day again, Wilborn? The F&M Bank Arena in Clarksville, Tennessee. S&M Wank Arena. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, where's Crazy. the... Uh, where's... Um, How did we do... Oh, yeah, I remember the new... And then uh, NXT... Stand and deliver. Oh, yeah, yeah. Adam. So <laughs> the Wells Fargo Center. That's a tough one. That's a real noggin scratcher, that is. Hmm. <laughs> Swells. Far blow. <laughs> no, not having that. Wells Fargo, enter. Good. Thank you. And now you can keep that on your back pocket for the other centres. Very good. Uh, do you think... <laughs> is this the one where Lola Vice or Alexa Lopez pins the world champion or Tatum Paxley saves her and she's sort of weirdly indebted to her again? I like Lola Vice pinning a bird person and saying, like, I got you here. I can get you again, and I can beat you any time I want, because I've got this. Well, so she's like, Tatum, you really need to calm down, turns around into a finisher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But before she pins her, and she goes, well, well I just pinned her. Electra, get the contract. I'll just do it again. Mm-hmm. Before that can happen, Tatum Paxley carries uh, her to the back. Nice. Yeah. Still, still weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. this one, I mean, I, I don't think there's much in this fuad. They're not gonna like. It's not gonna be a big title match unless it's she's playing the long game and she's trying to earn her trust by being an obsessed fan. And in reality, all she really wants is that little bit of gold. <laughs> How long is the game? And so she turns out. Oh my god! Oh my god! I've not seen this before. What is Lyra Valkyria? A bird. What animal likes to collect shiny things? Magpie. That's Tame Paxley. So it's all bird versus bird. This is not on the post. Yeah, yeah. Icon versus icon. But Alpha bird versus Omega. Bird, bird versus, versus bird. Bird cage match. Yes. What? How would Jesus that? Jesus Christ. Myself how would that um, differ from the Scare jailhouse match? Hmm? How would that differ from the jailhouse it's match? It's got a like bit at the top, and uh, it's got a door, little door you have to swing open, and a little drop feeder. If you want to drink off through the match. <laughs> <laughs> swing. Throw some bird seed in her eyes. Ah, roll swing, up. Swing one, two, three. Like a big swing kick. Yes. Mirror. Bird cage match is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's straight away I'm into it. It's better than that frigging monstrosity Jeff Hardy crib. <laughs> and then the ring started spinning. <laughs> and then the cage started spinning. We'll, we'll just be spinning against her. I mean, I'm dying all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dimension for nerds. <laughs> Uh, speaking of cash-ins... Let the nerds figure it out. 
passions. <laughs> Oberfemri obviously closed out last week's show, winning the North American Championship. Sure did, guy rules. From mm. uh, Dragon Lee after the match against Lexus King. Uh, tonight he addresses the fans. I sent you the link to the Oberfemri interview. What did you make of it? I didn't watch it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. He said one word. It just goes, domination. Oh, it's great. awesome. I think they'll build up a Dragon Lee rematch. Yeah. Um, and Oberfemi's not a heel, so he'll, yeah, I'll take you on the fair or fight. Or maybe Lexus comes out and goes, kind of helped you there. Let's have our first match. Oh, yes. Oberfemi murders him. That yes, is. that is good. Yeah, he immediately tries to get in on the Oberfemi hype train and just think, well, like, I'll, I could be a manager. We can have a match, whatever you want to do. And then mm-hmm. he, yeah, he just absolutely decimates He basically needs to, yeah, truck someone for his first yeah. defense. And Lexus like King that. is the perfect person for that. Yep. On with Chris Van Vliet right now, actually. Who, Lexus King? Yeah. Jesus. Check out that interview in the next few days. Like, fair play to him. I didn't, nobody could have seen this coming, I don't think. <laughs> I don't, like, it might not even last. Like, the novelty might wear off. The, like, it was bordering on just a serious wrestling match last week. Free of irony. And I was like, well, go careful. Yes. <laughs> go careful. Yes. So, you know, come out and thank Oberfemi for having him be involved, sort of, in the title switch. You know, like he said, thanks for uh, getting me on pape. That is sweet PLE spotlight, my friend. <laughs> that was the real quiz. <laughs> God, what if Oberfemi throws him through his throne? That'll be another great uh, Lexus King moment. Yeah. As per usual. <laughs> I'd love it to be like a... Part of the storyline, obviously, there's some, I don't know, like electrician character in NXT, and he's feuding with Lexus King, and as part of the feud, he's uh, messed with the wiring. So, like, you see Lexus King slide <laughs> into the shot, and he's, like, like lounging on it, and then it goes backwards. <laughs> Bloody hell! Yeah. He disappears from view, and it's, uh, it's like, I don't know, like, Sparky Screwdriver! He's <laughs> like, I'll see, I'll see you at the PLE! Or what if you think, oh, Lexus King's making his entrance... And like, it's like they're on the throne. <laughs> what if you just see the throne just go in and out yeah. of view and it turns out Oberfemi's pushed him? Great. I love it, yeah. Speaking of things we're not as excited for, Ridge Holland versus Joe Coffey. Skip. Yeah. I want to skip the match tomorrow and I want to skip the preview today. It's Ridge has to win. It's the most uh British people being hard and having no charisma. English gallows. <laughs> Stay away, away from, from me. I'm an English gallows. And I'm hard as fuck. A gallus. Just being like a boring, awful wrestler. I love that. We've got an American gallus, English gallus, and gallus gallus. Gallus gallus. The OG and worst gallus. <laughs> yeah. The original gallus. What's, um... So American Gallus are Hank and Tank, aren't they? Yeah. And English Gallus is now Ridge the Fridge. Just him. What's the free yeah, What's the friggin' uh, no quarter catch? Is that Graps Gallus? Uh, I grapple Gallus. Yeah. What's AEW Gallus? Ooh. Blackpool Combat Club? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blackpool Gallus Combat, is it? Oh, my God. Can I tell you how you much? Get, you killed them. <laughs> can I tell you how much I love them individually? One of them is like my joint favorite wrestler of all yes. time. Yeah. Disband that outfit. <laughs> Sitch, going to go a pint with some of your favorite wrestlers. Well, for real? Yeah, yeah. They've just said they want to come along for the whole night. Oh, who? Who? The Blackpool Combat Club. Well, like Brian Danison. No, no, the, the whole Blackpool Combat Club. Can't make it. Yeah, can't <laughs> make it. Can't make it. Uh, it's also the Dusty Cup quarterfinals tonight. We know one side of the bracket is sorted. Interdimensional gals. <laughs> <laughs> On one side, we've got the assholes. Yep. And uh, and 
Axiom. No! And Nathan Fraser. When I'm cleaning windows. That's one semi-final. The other semi-final is going to be decided tonight. You've got Trick Mello Gang, Carmelo mm. Hayes and Trick Williams taking on our boys Malik Blade and Idris Anofe, who were offered workout tips from the new Simon System person in NXT oh last God, week. Oh, yeah. Fitness guy. Mm. They're not winning. No, it has to be Trick Mello. For well, if Mello's all right, obviously. Oh, of course, oh, yeah. I, I, Fell on his heat on uh, SmackDown, didn't he? So. It looks like Theory took the worst of that. Yeah. But it, all, it looked like it was awful. <laughs> Regardless. Um, yeah. But yeah, glad they're both all right. I like yeah. the idea that Mello's trick's like, you, you're kind of holding me back in NXT by booking me in like these tag things whilst you're making a name for yourself already on SmackDown as well. It feels like this is culminating in a, in a spot in the final for Trick Mello against the assholes. Yeah. They're doing that match at Mania weekend, aren't they? 100 million percent. Or wherever this culminates. This tournament's kind of already charmed me, to be honest. Like, I really like the Baron Corbin, Bron Breaker team. Yes, I like them. Um, Trick Mello being in it is good because it, the Dusty Cup's weird. It's not worth a lot, but oddly in NXT, it's like you can believe the wrestlers want it. They've, they've done a good job with the law of the Dusty Cup, even though you can't, it's trophy to be, you can't even pick it up. You have to stand next to it. Mm. Yay! And then that's and that's it. It's all over. But I like Trick Mello and the assholes in the final. Yeah, I think is there. It's bit bit Tony Khan. He's kind of made it obvious. Yeah, but it's the final you want to watch, so you don't mind. You know. Tony Khan. Yep. He's kind of toned all that down a bit, isn't he? What's his thing right now? Hiding Chris Jericho. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> minimum of one a week. I think it's going to be another one where, like, Trick hits his finisher and goes like, yeah, or sets up to do his finish, and Mello's like, I'll take it from here. Yeah. He's like, oh, I just didn't want you, I didn't want you to overexert yourself. You know, you've still got one eye on Ilya Dragunov whenever he bloody comes back. Um, yeah, I, like, you nailed this weeks ago, but the idea of, like, Mello playing Shawn Michaels and the Rockers breakup and just getting progressively more arrogant and annoyed with Marty in the case of uh, Trick and... It all ending in the barbershop. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Like, and Michaels steals from his own career yes. every other week. So it's <laughs> not even that wild a pitch. The other quarterfinals is determine who faces Trick Mello in the semis. Chase U, of course, being represented by Duke Blyhadson and Riley Osborne. Oh. I like these two. Because Andre Chase is busy dealing with the financial issues mm-hmm. against, I mean, the guy who did one of the greatest spots of the year. Joaquin Wild and Cruz del Toro of the LWO. LWO have got a win, haven't they? Like, it's not. Ri- it's it wasn't a demotion to NXT as it turns out. It seems like they're just going to kick around still on SmackDown. They're very established and Chase U are in recovery mode. Like I like Duke Hudson, I like Riley Osborne, but Riley's brand new and Chase U in general are on their ass because of all the financial issues. You've got to book the LWO to go over. LWO to go over. Riley Osborne to get a storyline injury in the match. Oh, my God. He's really hurt. I think there might be some swelling. (laughs) Who is going to put the wet cloth or the wet sponge, the magic sponge, on his inner thigh? Thea Hale. Yeah. And Andre Chase. Probably, yeah. I, th- I like the idea of the in- like nursing the injury and Thea Hill wanting to be by his bedside next week or something. Yeah. What if physical therapy, massage? 
I know how he got All into these it. little uh, romantic misunderstandings. Oh. Oh, the lotions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> lotions and lubes. <laughs> hey, squeeze it. Lotions and, goes, and lubes goes just down below the pubes. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, Sam, do the story, not me. I'm just telling you what it's going to be. <laughs> Um, what if Andre Chase as well has made, I know he got into the situation by gambling in the first place, but he's like, good news guys, the financial situation's got a bit better. I'm like, oh, how? He's like, oh, I just bet on the LWO. And they're like, you're betting against Chase U. What have you become? And that's another way that Chase U takes hold. She's like, you really want to give it back to this guy when he's betting against his he's own? He's literally gambling on your future. Presumably legally with the mafia. So you still use it. It's like you're learning. I thought for a teacher, you're not learning much, mate. Because like, I kind of got you in this mess. No, the interest is really good this time. Sure it is. Uh, that's uh, everything that's been advertised for this show. Mm-hmm. One final thing uh, I wanted to bring to your attention is something we've, we've been talking about for quite a few weeks, um, signified by this. Hey, Dijak, take those stupid sunglasses off. We're inside. Wagner Watch. Come Tuesday. It's time for Wagner Watch. I didn't catch that. Do it again. Hey, Dijak, take those (laughs) stupid sunglasses off. We're inside. Wagner Watch. Come Tuesday. (laughs) You went upstairs, all serious face. You've got no poker face. I'm just going upstairs. Don't come up. (laughs) You were trying to lock yourself in the studio for a wank or something. Don't go upstairs. I'm doing work. And me and Sidgwick straight away looked at each other. What's what's he doing? I'm just going to the work studio, guys. (laughs) I'll see you in five minutes. Still something I'm working on. Yeah, where where the hell is Von Wagner? Training for the Rumble, one can you you assume? (laughs) Can you imagine if they give him the diesel spot? Oh, my God. (laughs) If he's he's training for the Rumble. But I am not a truck. (laughs) (laughs) If he's training for the Rumble, I want to watch that. Yeah. Because if he's there with his manager, whose name escapes me, actually. It's Robert Stone. It's been... Ten weeks. Ten weeks. One week or something like that. <laughs> um, it's been long enough that you can use it and um, screw them like old footage make new footage the Shane and Vince Rumble 99 training vignettes were really fantastic yeah the chicken, the yeah. chicken yeah Robert Stone getting Von Wagner up uh, a crack of dawn <laughs> <laughs> kicks the door down and he's wanking he's like what the hell are you doing you told me to choke the chicken and I'm trying not to take everything so literal now I thought that was my problem in the first place Von Wanker. <laughs> Von Wanker. Jordy <laughs> Heckler. <laughs> people saw the trademark for Von Wagner. The initial thought was, oh, yeah. Walter's bugger with a name like that. <laughs> and look at the uh, the much better version we've got. We've got Gunther and Von Wagner at the same time. Even like the oddballs in the PC booed when Walter won that match and he was like, I'm not Walter. I'm Gunther, so shut up. <laughs> yeah. Boo! <laughs> shut up, Walter. We were all like, is he finished now? Like, the, the two Imperium lads are having these banger tag matches. It'd be sick of Walter. Mm. Like, I'd, uh, weird era, that, wasn't it? Bizarre. Oh, bizarre. 
I hate that song. It's one of my least favorite songs of all time. How bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> it's just, it's just, <laughs> you realize it's by the big show. <laughs> yeah. Cruising down the freeway in the hot, uh, hot sun. I like it. Ooh, baby. That's, that's that 90s. Oh, God. There's something about certain 90s nostalgia. Jazz is insane. Uh, is that uh, a band of a uh, like similar time, similar era? They had a song, Where Do You Go? My lovely, terrible yeah. Spanish guitar type thing. And they were called No Mercy. And I told my mate Martin at school that I was so excited to be going to No Mercy weeks and weeks and weeks because I was going <laughs> to the WWE pay-per-view in Manchester, No Mercy. And he just wasn't watching wrestling and just assumed I was buzzing to see that one-hit wonder band from four years ago. <laughs> they hit. Spanish guitar hit. No, I'm saying Steve Austin dropped Losers of Stunners. <laughs> Want to come? You can't. It's sold out. Bands <laughs> of the 90s, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I do hope we hear from Von Wagner tonight, though. I missed him. Genuinely missed him, and I don't think... Someone's up here, because it wasn't just the only three people that review NXT mm-hmm. in wrestling media that were putting him over. It was cutting through. The charm was finding people, like Von Wagner's charm was finding people that don't watch NXT or think it's rubbish or risible or whatever, and they were like, oh, all right, fine, actually. This clown that we saw two years ago sort of morphed into a hot baby face. How has this happened? And they must have been mindful of that because so little cuts through. And then he's just gone away. Like, other than the Thanksgiving dinner. So, yeah, Thanksgiving dinner was the last time. Yeah. So, what's what's occurring? That was the last time Thanksgiving yeah, dinner. When you're trying to beat up children. Because we child. had him going to a school, didn't we? Yeah. And then we've just never had the vignettes. And my concern is, well, I don't know if it's a concern. I mean, I'd be intrigued to see the match. Obafemi squashes loads of people, and then it's like, there's no one that looks like me in NXT, and Von comes back. You do. Uh, I don't want, I like both of them, so. Yeah. Meat match, is that? Mm. Yeah. They're yeah, yeah. very en vogue at the moment, aren't they? Meat matches. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's fun to think of them going in the Rumble, but there would be no reaction, realistically. No. There would be on our stream. Yeah. There would be pockets of the building. Is it a week on Saturday? Yeah. yeah. Are you struggling to sleep at night in anticipation of it? I cannot wait. Is it what you think about before you go to bed? Uh, yeah, it's one of the things. Yeah. His alarm right now. I used to think about wrestling before I went to bed. <laughs> His alarm right now is the Royal Rumble buzzer. <laughs> I'm awake, I'm awake. <laughs> ten. That's it, I've got a ten second countdown first. If you had the ten second and you've got rumble juice and rumble like... It's got jazzed up by the rumble. That would be a good alarm. Yeah. Yeah. It'd get you out of bed. I find it so hard these days, man. To get out of bed. Aye. Yeah, I'm an early riser. In that moment, early riser is not rising. <laughs> what my gag. <laughs> um, I think wrestling and kids. I wake up early, but same. I still yeah. just find it really hard to actually physically get out. Like, even when I need a piss. Yeah. Oh, God, it's awful. They're like the, the, fittest, the fittest ever was through, like, running and stuff was in a period where, like, our youngest was only about a year old. I was like, wow, I need to get myself back in shape after a lot of like takeaways and things like that. And he was sleeping, so it became five o'clock. Still got the energy, like 28, something like that. I couldn't imagine getting up at five every morning and doing the exercise bit first. Even though it's the best time to do it and you're in great spirits the rest of the day, I've just got no physical energy pretty much until I leave the house. Yeah. I have to like trudge to the bus stop or the train station or whatever. That's a... Right, best try and get this body working for one more day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that the thing that really affects me at the moment is just 
just how cold it is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Spencer. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's with the goddamn weather out here? How goddamn cold is it? That's it's, what I was just saying, Stan. It's absolutely freezing, and I had to observe. Sorry. Uh, my child playing football last night. I volunteered and I wanted to do it. He's got like his composure's improved tenfold since uh, the last time I saw him play. Uh, so that was really good. But yeah, it was just like freezing cold stacks. How, like, when did you set off to get here? Because there's been all we've seen with all the rest of our trouble with the flights. Did you have to? Like, well, yeah, we had to defrost the old uh, the old wings so the blanket get here. But all good. Good. Just uh, firing off some uh, hot takes. Apparently, uh, did it for the old uh, the old icicles. On the wings. <laughs> uh, but Sage, what is the deal with the, the cold, huh? Well, the irony, uh, Stacks, about the cold is that, you know, we all just on this planet, this old rock. It's crazy world. This crazy world. We just take a trip around the sun. Yeah. One trip around the sun every year. The irony is that we in the northern hemisphere, which is, unites us mm-hmm. across the Atlantic, the irony is that the northern hemisphere, we're actually closer to the sun in winter, what? But we are, right, yeah. but we are tilted away from the oh, sun. God damn it! So we are tilted, even though we are close. We are tilted away from it, right? So that means we get minimal direct sunlight. Ergo, uh, it's very, very cold, and that's what the deal is. That's the scientific deal, and that's why. Uh, is Dax, do you ever get shrinkage? Somewhat, but I, I don't really want to talk about that right now, to be honest, because it implies my cat gets small. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Hamlet, uh, you want a little a little uh, knock-knock joke? Yeah. Hey, knock-knock. Who's that? Ash. Ash, who? Oh, I'm away from you. Sounds like you could come down with something this cold, huh? Six, three jokes, three <laughs> questions for you. Uh, Sage, what do you call a trap? I'm giving you some ones today, I think. Came so goddamn close. The I other don't day. want to be patronized. No, but I, I thought these are these are definitely these are gettable ones. I know. Okay. I, want, I want good ones. Okay, luckily well, I, I got both. I admired you a great deal last week, Cedric, reducing that third one to let's give ourselves two and a half. Yeah, because we did need a lot of clues. Yeah. What do you call a tropical island that gets cold? So Balearics. Uh, yeah, Bahamas. Right. Anything in that? Bahamas. Jamaican me uh, freezing. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Bahamas. What's the setup again, please, Stax? We call a tropical island that gets cold. Popsicle. Tropical island. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's just, I'm just saying, island, that's not yeah. the island. That's not the answer. That's yeah. not the answer. Uh, Is there a put on tropical? Tropical, tropical island? No. That's cold. Ice. Snow. I feel like it's something fairly obvious. It's a pun, isn't it? It's an obvious yeah. pun. And we're just missing the wordplay. Shiver. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> I don't know, Stacks. We got close. What do you call a tropical island that gets cold? Call it Bermuda. Bermuda, you see? Yeah. Oh, no. Why do Americans serve their beer cold, huh? Because it's piss otherwise. Bingo!
tell the difference from piss is the correct answer. <laughs> yes. Don't you like that one. So you start bad beer, and then I went over, and I had a huckleberry sour, and it was goaded. Yeah. I just remembered, I, uh, I've got to tell you, I got a bit of a life lesson to sign off on this one with. Okay. So question joke number three. Even the bad beers are $2. Yeah, I know. That's what That's, what oh, that's only Vegas, though. Is it? Because they want you to gamble, so they want you to lower any any ambitions. Joke's on them. Yeah. Barely gambled at all. Just drank all the beers. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, in fact, we gambled once. Yeah. What do you call? Go, go downstairs. Go, go a ten minute wait for Miller. Should we get a beer? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> see, it was our control. Like four day, four day work trip. How much damage can we cause to our bodies? <laughs> a lot. Final question. Final joke for you. What do you call a pasta with a gold? Is that like a man of the cloth or the food stuff? Uh, the food stuff. <laughs> So glad you asked. I was just thinking, oh, religious guy, right? Let's start thinking of some puns. Our pasta. <laughs> That's not a day. Sorry, I don't know where air has come from. Actually, <laughs> I don't remember my nose. What do you call pasta with a cold? Sweet. I'm I'm a bit good that Stax hasn't got a dirty joke to do with the cold. Don't forget, mm. I got a life lesson coming. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. pasta with a cold. Right, right. Okay, penne, penne, tagliatelle, rigatoni, spaghetti. Ah, oh, this... Like more of a pasta dish, actually. I'm going to throw you off the scent here. Pasta with a cold. Al forno. Um, arrabbiata. Arrabbiata. But, but he's already done that. It's, it's with a cold, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, with, a, like, the, uh, an infection. A pasta dish with a with a cold, indeed. Anything to do with flu? Any pasta dishes that have got flu in them? Like... Carbonara. It's got to be flu... Or the Rona. <laughs> like flu, probably. Carborona. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking flu's in the punchline. Uh, nothing's coming to mind. Penny, Rigatoni's. Uh, that's a dish. I'll tell you about stacks. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. He's Mr. Pasta over here as well. And uh, there's Arabiata. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big pasta guy. I always get pizza when I go to an Italian restaurant because I can actually probably cook pasta myself. I was. I don't have a hot enough oven to do a pizza, so that's the rule. I like, uh, like, so Sambucas is one of our local cheap ones up here, isn't it? I like the house pasta. I like to try that because I think, well, that's theirs. Like, I wouldn't get like a carbonara or something like yeah. that because it's too easy to replicate at home. But I like trying the whatever the house pasta is, like for the the sauce. It says Alforno is that a pasta? Sounds like it might be Arabiata. I don't know. Sorry, Starks. What do you call a pasta dish with a gold? Macaroni and sneeze. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is oh, that one's that was a good one. So, I hope this is a hell of a lesson, Stats, because this is this is your worst visit. Final uh, final life lesson <laughs> to uh, to leave you with, you know, especially with this bad weather that we're all having. Think of it like this. Give a man a jacket and he'll never be gold. Teach your man the jacket, and he'll never leave the house. <laughs> See you later, guys. This <laughs> is a jacket. I knew it was about yeah. masturbation. Bye, Stacks. He likes nothing as much as you, Will. <laughs> he does. How are you not getting some of these jokes? In the Venn diagram, I just... I'm no, I take, yeah. take a back seat. You don't get the practice on the review. So on the review, really I never and I get the, seen, but yeah. here I was just, you know, enjoying. I really liked macaroni and sneeze. That that was good, that one. You can actually 
pass some of these stacks jokes on to the kids. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't always happen. Yeah, that, no, does that does not always happen. <laughs> he really cleaned his act up, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's know what's NXT tonight. On eggs. At what culture WWE. Like, you can follow uh, all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, for daily wrestling podcasts, the Raw Review is available right now. We'll all be back tomorrow, of course, to review NXT. But for now, this has been the NXT preview. My thanks to Hamflet, to Sidge, to Stacks. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 